Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, Sage has been in existence for four decades now, but what is the key to its longevity and success? Barry Murphy, the Managing Director of Sage Ireland, joins us now to provide us with an insight into the company. Barry, before we discuss Sage, I'd like to hear about your own background. Good morning, Carl, and thanks for having me on. Well, I suppose like, like a lot of careers go, mine has not been a, a linear path to, to my current role, So, but I suppose all of my experience is relevant. Um, I come from an entrepreneurial uh, or SME background, so I believe I have a good understanding of some of the pain points our customers go through. So you can, you can read that another way. of I had plenty of scrapes in my time there. So 10 years ago, actually, funny enough, it was today, 10 years ago, I joined Sage. So 2011, so if you take your mind back to that, we were in the eye of the recession then. And I joined actually as a, as a team manager. And, and I worked my way up through the ranks with, with Sage's support all the way. Um, sometimes I went a bit sideways, um, like for an example, when I ran the Parker Channel across Northern Europe. But my home in the business was, was always closer to home, working with Irish customers, partners and our accountant community. So, so I've been managing director of Sage in Ireland for just on four years now. Now, as you mentioned, there has been plenty of scrapes along the way in your own career, like yeah. mine and many others. But what did you learn from those scrapes? I think I got two massive lessons from, from when I was um, running my own business. And one was you, you, you've got to manage the, the, the cash flow of the business. Our business actually ran out of road because we didn't have a, have a keen eye on the cash flow. And um, that, was, that was something that was obviously, you know, quite challenging. Um, the other side of, of, of the, the, the major learnings were it was um, you can use some, some support to get some insights on your business, right? And that was, it, it wasn't an accident that I ended up in a company like Sage. It gave me the ability to look at it from a different perspective. I was looking at this from a customer's perspective, thinking about, well, if I'm, if I'm looking at the cash flow, I'm not looking at the cash flow. Both of those are problematic statements. If I'm looking at it too much, I'm not focusing on the core part of my business. So the, the second lesson was more about keeping an eye on what is the core of your business. Two lessons that so many people, I'm sure, listening this morning can relate to. Now, of course, anyone in business, the name Sage will be synonymous with accounting software. But for those that aren't in business or maybe thinking about going into business, provide us with an overview of Sage, what you do and how you do it. We started start our business 40 years ago, actually, in, in Newcastle in the northeast of England. Um, and we've grown the business beyond what seemed imaginable then. With We've now over 13,000 employees globally and, and millions of customers that we serve. Um, so what we do is we support businesses with new generation of, of solutions to manage everything from money to people. And our cloud technology plus our third-party integrations and our service partners, they provide live information so, so businesses can make fast, informed decisions anytime, anywhere, which in turn helps business owners by offering you know, more choice, they've got support, expertise, and then they can go on and innovate. 40 years is a long time in business, so what has been the key to its longevity and success in your opinion? Two points on that. Um, one is having a, a innovation as, as core to its, its, its being, and the second thing is focus on the customer at all stages. And, and, and interestingly enough on that, when we went through the the recent um, uh, pandemic, a lot of the focus from a lot of businesses was, you know, larger businesses internationally was how to maintain their, 
you know, their cash flow and their, you know, their relevant profit margins and whatnot. Our focus is very much on colleague and customer. And we just pivoted completely to make sure that we were supporting them to the best that we possibly could. And in relation to the pandemic, how did Sage have to go about adapting and pivoting your own product range as a result of that? Well, in a, in a lot of in a lot of ways, well, we were already on the journey um, to start with. So we we would um, we would have an awful lot of our customers would have already been using our cloud-based solutions. First of all, we would have made sure that everybody got out, were able there to support the customers, but also were able to communicate effectively with customers the different options that they had. So, for an example, um, we created some a, a COVID hub that allowed businesses to not only see what they could use and utilize from us, um, from our service offering, but they also had the ability to have one source of information where they could get an awful lot of information about um, like the various grants that were available to them that were relevant for their business. So it was about being there to, to support our customers, but at the same time, give them those innovative solutions that are going to keep them, you know, them and their business not only compliant, but keep them so that they had those those levels of deep insights about their business performance. And talk to us about the Sage Marketplace and how that benefits your clients. We would have uh, Sage Business Cloud solutions. So that's designed to be quick, easy to use set of solutions that help entrepreneurs and small business owners drive their business forward. That's our core product. That's what we build ourselves. And the business owner or manager still does the clever bit, the bit that they get paid for, but... But all of these activities that they do, they can be backed up in the cloud from any device. And the client can naturally help themselves with removing the historical admin burning, bur- burden excuse me, through more automation at relatively low cost in a lot of cases. So you might have automation of bank statements or invoices or whatever that can be done through auto entry, which is a Sage product. Or you could have your cloud-based Sage accounting to manage your accounting needs. Uh, or pay your staff through our payroll products. They're all our core products, and they're great, and they link into your accountant, or your, you can automate and reconcile with your bank. And these are all readily available and easy to use. But if you think of this as, as an automated digital network between the business owner, the supply chain, the bank, the accountant, and ultimately revenue, it starts to help automate what historically has taken a lot of time to complete and sometimes you, you end up completing these tasks with some errors, unfortunately. So what we've done with the, with the Sage Marketplace, if you layer on top of this a much wider network where you can integrate other solutions into the, this ecosystem, this digital network, and that these can be more relevant for your specific business. Let's say, for an example, you could be um, you know, moving towards a more digital e-com suite of your business, or you might be in retail and you need a point of sale solution that integrates with your till, that integrates with your account solution, right? Or managing your cash collection or managing time sheets in the hospitality sector, whatever your business needs are. We recently announced the Sage Marketplace in Ireland, which will enable Irish SMEs to operate more efficiently and, and they can access a vast number of these applications from third party developers that then integrate with the Sage Business Cloud and, you know, that helps to leverage technology and, and streamline their processes where, they, where, where possible. And Barry, has the move to the cloud and the growth of the cloud made that marketplace possible, whereby previously when businesses were using an on-premise server and their desktop application, that that was more difficult to integrate at that point? It is. 
it's one of the core components of, of uh, cloud and Sage Marketplace. It's one of the drivers behind Sage Marketplace. Really by having um, cloud products, one of the main benefits of a cloud product is it, it, it is easier to integrate with third party or to, to source those third party solutions that you might need. And again, as I said, in a very specific uh, industry vertical, that becomes really, really relevant. Um, as I said, Sage, what we do in our core offerings are, you know, you could be deemed to be generic. You know, accounts are used by, you know, you need to do your accounting. You need to automate your business practices, which is auto entry, or you might need to pay your staff. That's quite generic across multiple verticals. But when you get into very specific vertical requirements, that's when you need to have some more bespoke solutions. But then you might also think that they're only available for larger businesses or larger entities. These are now more available, more readily available, at, you know, that are, that are quite uh, cost-effective solutions. And there are multiple layers of these solutions. But definitely, definitely Carl, to answer your question, um, Marketplace was, was, a, was a driver, uh, was driven by a lot of this cloud technology, and we needed to have that, that platform to be able to, to, for, for our customers to consume a lot of these technologies. And of course, how businesses have been using accounting software over recent years has changed dramatically from CRM integration to the use of cloud to the introduction of mobile apps to expense management and, of course, payroll. But what other emerging trends are you now seeing, Barry? Well, emerging trends, I mean, I think you've, you've spoken before about AI. I think that that's, you know, uh, is continuing to, to, to evolve. Um, I mean, I think if you... Think back to when we were kids. It was a better, better, very different experience with technology. I'm, I'm probably a bit ashamed to say, Carl, that my kids could navigate around an iPad from where they are, where from when they were about two years of age. And I don't think I'd be the only one that would be saying that either. So if we we're all honest, and um, but but if a if a two-year-old was able to do that when I was a kid, they were a prodigy. Now it's normal, and they're hardwired differently. If you think of the AI and machine learning conversation, these technologies are growing smarter over time through more use. And if you take that back to something that's quite relevant from our perspective, take the accounting, you know, that in accounting practice, the period close. So the monthly, the quarterly or the annual accountancy closes. Why do they happen at all? Um, and the reason why they happen at all is because we need time to reconcile all of the different data feeds. Why can't some technology do that or remove that burden, which can sometimes be error prone too? So, AI and machine learning, they allow us to process large amounts of information real time. Then you can spot anomalies in the real time and, and, and adjust accordingly. And that helps us to make us more, you know, make more accurate predictions about the future, then reallocate resources to capitalise on opportunities, or you can mitigate those, those threats that are around the corner. And, and, and as I said, these aren't to, just tools for big businesses. These are cost-effective solutions that are available to businesses of all sizes and sectors. And that's a, that's probably a trend that's also happening as well. It's making it more readily available for businesses of all shapes and sizes and sectors, right? And that, that, that I think, is the trend that's coming, becoming more and more relevant now. These, what would have been deemed big ERP solutions historically, are now getting more broken down that you can actually consume them from uh, small business owners. And of course, prior to COVID, Brexit was the big concern for many business owners that were exporting and importing from the UK. You have great insight into 30,000 businesses that are using your accounting software across the country, Barry. So how has that bedded itself in at this stage? Carl, it was no fun. 
prior to Brexit, and I think this was also uh, reflected by what we were hearing from our customers, and I mean this from both our customers' experience and the lack of clarity that they 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 were receiving um, as the, the the Brexit negotiations happened and the the, the trickle down effect of that. But also, if you think about it, we, we were trying to make sure that all of our customers were compliant as well. And that was tricky if the goalposts kept on changing. Now, I, I again, from speaking to customers and some, some industry experts, I, I think as we went through COVID, Brexit got a little bit sidelined as part of, you know, it wasn't the main focus of the conversation. But as we've come up for air, we, we actually did some research. Um, we commissioned research among some Irish, um, some, uh, among Irish small businesses, and we found that half of businesses have not been impacted by Brexit, but of those that have been in- impacted, um, just over thirty percent, thirty-one percent say that the day the day to day is being impacted by cost implications of Brexit. So I think it's it's, it's something that um, I think got sidelined, as I said. But I think it's becoming more and more relevant um, now as the rubber hits the road and what the impacts are. And again, I think that there's a little bit of movement on um, what it's going to look like in a year's time. We don't know whether Brexit is exactly the same in a year's time as it is now, which causes, again, some some knock-on effects for, for businesses across Ireland. And finally, Barry, as we look out five years from today in relation to the financial accounting software market, what changes do you see taking place over that period, both internally in SAGE and also in the wider competitive landscape? It's hard to say because, I mean, we don't have a crystal ball, and particularly in technology, and I think there's an awful lot of changes that happen. I think there's a lot more innovations that are coming in, um, and a lot of those have been innovations that have been... um, born out of necessity, right, as they say, necessity is the mother of all invention over the last wee while. Um, but I think, coming back to the questions, I think a lot of business have, have adapted to the pandemic and we've hit maybe a, a little bit more of a tipping point where technology wasn't seen as a disruptor in a, in a core business. It was seen as, a, as, a, as a, a requirement for a business to be as efficient as they possibly can. I think it'll change the role of a lot of people a lot of people think about automation or they think about how, you know, uh, technology will take away some of the tasks that, that may be taken on by the, the human in the business. I, and they see that maybe as a threat. I think that's more of an opportunity, in fact, Carl. I think it's more about elevating the, the, the tasks of individuals around the business. So, for an example, in our business, we would have had, let's say, more, we'd have, let's say, a lot of salespeople. But now we need to move those people from sales into that success model, you know, so that we're actually helping our customers to uh, adapt and thrive and, you know, survive and thrive. Um, So I think a lot of businesses, and that is in part enabled by a lot more of the technology piece is enabling our sales teams to, you know, a lot of that is taken care of through a lot of our automated processes. But we still need to have that customer centricity within our core which needs that human intervention so you're getting higher value out of out of all of our staff. So I think that'll change. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Barry Murphy, the Managing Director of Sage Ireland, and I'd like to thank Barry for joining us on this morning's show. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.